It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and also on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcasts from. Yes, we are getting very close to Christmas, aren't we? It is a Wednesday morning, the 21st of December for 2022. That is the first little sign of Christmas on the Real Estate Podcast, so we must be getting close. Coming up in just a moment, we're going to check in on the Melbourne property market and look at the auction scene there with our man on the ground, with Fabian Sinelli, and make sure that you're careful out there if you're doing any form of shopping. There was a time, you know, during this pandemic that I didn't know anyone who had contracted the virus. Well, that is long over. I know so many people who have come down with the virus over the last couple of weeks. It's not over. Some people are saying it's just so nice to be moving past the pandemic. And of course, the pandemic, it's not over. It is still active and you want to do all that you can to protect yourself against catching COVID. And if you're celebrating your birthday for today, for December the 21st, happy birthday. You're sharing your birthday with the French President Emmanuel Macron, who's turning 44 years young. Chris Ebert, the retired tennis champion, she's turning 67. And Jane Fonda, she is on the birthday call. She is turning 84 today. And it was on this day back in 1991, the Soviet Union formally dissolves as 11 of 12 republics sign a treaty forming independent states, which, of course, the Ukraine was one of them. And then we know what happened next. 2022 has been a hellish nightmare for the Ukrainian people and of course it's put a lot of supply issues around the world for 2022. Thank you Vladimir Putin. We talk with leading property commentators with analysis, predictions, forecasts and what's trending every morning from 6.30. It's the main centre forecast with PRD, selling smarter every day. And let's check on your weather on this Wednesday morning and in Sydney expecting a partly cloudy Wednesday It should be mainly dry and a high of 23 degrees, mostly sunny and fine with 29 in Melbourne. Brisbane expecting a fine day with 27 and in Perth it's going to be another warm one. Blue skies, sunshine and 35 degrees. It's your weekday real estate breakfast with news, interviews and predictions every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. Let's talk Melbourne property and auctions, a podcast series with Fabian Sinelli. And right now it is time to catch up this morning with Fabian Sinelli, the Managing Director from EYS there in Melbourne, looking at the Melbourne auction property market. And good morning Fabian, getting very, very close now to closing off the year and looking ahead to 2023. Good morning, Craig. It's good to be here and we can certainly see light at the end of the tunnel and I think seeing that finish line is definitely uh, something that we're all very much looking forward to to start hopefully a new positive year next year. 
You know, a few months ago, it seemed like a long way off, but now, as you say, it is getting very, very close. And the Melbourne market, the property market, arguably has had a year like no other. The highs and, of course, the lows of 2023. There's been something in there for almost everyone. Oh, look, Craig, the thing is, we haven't experienced anything like this since arguably the 80s. And, you know, I was born in 89, so I didn't even experience a market like this. So there have been so many agents, buyers, sellers, auctioneers, whoever's involved in real estate to really experience a new market. And this year has, in my opinion, been by far the most challenging market I've ever seen. And I think a lot of people would agree with me. So it's had hasn't had many ups. It's had a lot of downs. I think these interest rate rises have certainly sent a a lot of shockwaves into the marketplace, but we're all going to be better off for it and much better prepared going into more markets in the near future. Yeah, for sure. And so what happened across the Melbourne auction scene last weekend? Of course, it was the last weekend for the year of 2022 for auctions. It was the last weekend. So we had 799 properties scheduled for auction last weekend, and we had a clearance rate of 61%. Now, that is a seven-week low, Craig. And of course, this is going to be revised lower to the mid-50%, I reckon, around there once the remaining auction results are collected. Now, typically, the last auction weekends of the year are much stronger than this from a clearance rate perspective. So clearly, buyers aren't prepared this time of the year to be buying. That's a huge lack of confidence issue right there, I think, to those interest rate rises. Last week, the final clearance rate for Melbourne, as reported by Domain, was 54.5%. We had 101 properties withdrawn from sale, again, showing lower buyer sentiment related to the end of the year distractions affecting the Melbourne housing market. Now, these are going to be Canada's pass-ins, Craig, so that means it's going to be bringing down the overall auction clearance rate. So it's been a little bit of a bummer this last weekend. I had a lot of conversations with some agents expecting me to tell them I was knocking down, you know, most of my auctions and... I had 15 auctions this weekend that just passed and regretfully I only knocked down three. So it's definitely a much more challenging time of the year than we've recently seen at the last weekends of the year in previous years. Yeah, okay. And uh, talking of the challenge, many people are asking, of course, was this year in the property cycle more challenging than COVID itself? Of course, the numbers just starting to rise again. Oh, no doubt, Craig. COVID taught us to embrace selling via online and we certainly had to overcome a new challenge there. But there's nothing more challenging, in my opinion, than when people just don't turn up to auctions on the street and you're left scratching your head. This year was more challenging in the fact that we needed to make super quick adjustments from that post-COVID boom to a dull market literally overnight. I don't think any of us were prepared for how challenging it was going to be and those sudden shockwaves were really felt. It took a lot of time to adjust. Sellers' expectations took months to align in, in regards to buyers' expectations, those sellers' expectations needed to align with and waiting for those comparable sales to aid us took time. So it was a very, very slow burn. What about next year for 2023 for EYS and the Melbourne property market? The new year sentiment, of course. Now, that is going to be very interesting the other side of Christmas, New Year. 
I can certainly see and feel there will be uh, more volume and more activity. We're now fully entrenched in this market and understand what to do. Our sellers are better prepared and our buyers are far more educated. That means that market confidence will spring back and especially when the rate rises finally come to a stop, now hopefully that happens in the first quarter of next year, we will see a market shift literally overnight. I'd be really surprised if we didn't see a big pickup in clearance rates next year too because that seller expectation lag is now complete. I think we're all in for a big year. It's been a huge year. It's been such a talking point as far as the agents are concerned. In fact, there's not enough agents across the country at the moment. There's many agencies just screaming out for people. We've talked a lot on the podcast this year about the agents. So what do you think in terms of next year, how prepared the agents are going to be in terms of mindset and everything else? Well, one thing a lot of agents have done this year that has been hard for sellers to fathom is constantly talking about how bad the market is. It's relevant, of course, but it's not how you get your sellers better prepared for the best outcome. Agents next year need to remove the market blame and focus purely on feeding information to their sellers on how their campaigns are tracking. Knowledge is power, and the more feedback you give your owners, the higher your clearance rates will be. Sellers are far more prepared going into 2023 anyway, so a lot of that heavy lifting has already been done for the agent. Focus on key stats like private sell versus auction clearance rates within 30 days, average days on market, median suburb house price, yearly shift, etc., etc. Show your sellers the key numbers in 2023 versus 2022 so they are more prepared to set realistic expectations. All right. And people, of course, are looking to extend their break across the Christmas New Year period as long as possible. Let's face it, we've had, you know, one of those years that we can do with a really nice break. But January is also a month that people can list. So the $64 million question or $1,000 question, January, do you think sell or wait it out? by far the best month of the year to sell in my opinion and I'm going to give you five really good key reasons. Number one, every year realestate.com.au is the most searched in January. There's over 81 million visits to realestate.com.au in January alone. Year on year realestate.com.au record an increased search in January. Number two, low stock levels and greater competition. Now Craig, typically there are less properties available for sale in January as most property campaigns are launched towards the end of January. This means the demand will outweigh the supply, creating more competition for your property. Number three, increase in open home numbers. Now, typically there are less properties available for sale in January, as I mentioned, as most property campaigns are launched towards the end. So that means the demand will outweigh the supply, creating more competition for your property. Four, More competition between buyers, a key element to auction success is creating competition between buyers. So with low stock levels and higher registered and active bidders, this can create an environment that's conducive to sellers receiving a premium price. And number five, this is a massive one, finance pre-approvals. Now, historically, Craig, buyers who are pre-approved in November and December have the pressure on to secure a home by January or February to ensure they don't need to reapply for finance so you can bet your dollar that your buyers are going to be super hungry in January. That's some good tips as far as January is concerned and we're just four days away from sitting down to having a bit of a, a dinner on Christmas Day. I know that you've got a boat, you'll be looking forward to getting out on the water, won't you? 
Oh, get me on the water, I say, Craig. I'm looking at the weather now, thinking now's a really good time, especially at this time of the morning, so let's get on. <laughs> yeah. And how do you spend your Christmas morning? Christmas morning, I've got three little ones, Craig, so it's going to be uh, pretty hectic in my household. It'll be unwrapping presents for a good couple of hours, I reckon, and my wife and I tend to typically go well overboard, so that's going to be fun. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the cleaning afterwards. And then it's off to uh, the parents and the in-laws for lunch and dinner, which is going to be very nice. Well, enjoy it. I know that you've had a really busy 2022. It's been a demanding one, a challenging one. There is a new year to look forward to in 2023. Have a fabulous Christmas, Fabian. Thanks, Craig. It's been great this year and you have a wonderful break too. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.